have to understand most of these people are not ready to be unplugged. And many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system that they will fight to protect it. Black turn cold and the stars look down and you'd hug yourself on the cold, cold ground. You wake the morning in a stranger's coat but no one would you see. Ask yourself who'd watch for me, my only friend. Who could it be? It's hard to say it, I hate to say it, but it's probably me. I'm on that red bell shit for real. When your bell is empty and the hunger's so real, you're too proud to beg. Too dumb to steal You search the city For your only friend No one will you see Ask yourself Who'd watch for me A solitary voice To speak out and set me free I hate to say it I hate to say it But it's probably me Not the easiest person I ever got to know. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth. We haven't had... So one thing I noticed about New York, what I like, they've got all the Caribbeans there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll meet people, Panamanian, like mm. dark skin black people, just Panamanian. Um... Wasn't that a trip to a sibling? But like, because I went to, <clears throat> pardon stuff, when I went to the, the um, to New York in the ni- late 90s, and I was yeah. seeing like Puerto Rican people, and and they were like, well, to me, they were black people, but until they started speaking with the Espanola, you know, tones and all that, yeah, I didn't yeah. know about no Afro Latino business. All I thought, all I knew from obviously the television, if you was from one of those places, you were like a light skinned kind of person. You know what I mean? So that was like a, yeah. a, a mind blower for me. Like, whoa, of course, black people are everywhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. And plus, like, see, so just even like meeting Haitian people um, and people like just Haitians, Cubans, Panamanians, and all that. People from Belize and that, you know what I mean? Yes. Where we never got those influxes. And, and and those but, um, different those different t- twists on the Caribbean culture that they've all got, whether it's yes. a, a French sort of Creole kind of style, whether it's the Espanola yes. kind of thing. Yeah, so it's a thing where it's like, 
So there's a lot of time I used to do this. Yeah, I used to do this with everybody else before I used to travel a lot. So I used to have this big pride. Like, yeah, we know everything. Like, yeah, UK is more closer to Caribbean than any other place. You don't know it's not. Him. And then I'm looking like, hold on, we ain't got like I can't go to it. Um, I got beer Jamaican shops around me, loads. Yeah, but I can't go to a Trinidad. I can't get other Caribbean food. <laughs> Jamaica Where is the, the York, dominant island running things over here. Unfortunately, you you, could, you might be able to get one or two Bayesian sauces or something like that. But yeah. so for me, for my open mind, I thought, ah, oh, this is what we like. I can't be, I can't be too boastful about that like I used to, because I realized I had a lot to learn about the rest of the Caribbean, and the Caribbean's a big place. Well, look. The Grenadines, St. Vincent and Grenadines, how many islands are contained? Yeah, in, in I guess this girl that was um, from, um, where was she born? Um, is it Guyana? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Central, yeah, South America, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's a car, car, not, not, um, she was Guyanese, yeah. yeah. It's a Caribbean. Yeah. They're like, the amount of soca and like, they're more, they're extremely Caribbean, like extremely to the yes. point where you're like, wow. <laughs> but they didn't, they just didn't have the influx to, um, they just didn't come over to the UK. In masses, because they're, they're, they're more towards like um, South America rather than up where. Yeah, so they're more, yeah, and then they more got the, the New York link. So exactly. they're more going to New York, yes, that's it. All to see the, all those, like even like um, the Lees and all that, they will go travel up there versus coming over to the UK, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a mad thing, yeah. man. It's a mad. We all, we all, I was, and this is the crazy thing. It's either three places we go, we either come to the UK, yeah. we go to, to, to New York, or we go to Canada, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's either New York, Miami. Sometimes you got other places, but like New York State, Tri-State. So, mm -hmm. but but still, my bridge went to Compton. It was like all the um, all the all the like Crenshaw Mafia Crips. They're all yeah. Jamaican now. Serious. <laughs> <laughs> so this is it's a mad thing how things how people move around and and things change. Mm. And obviously, Zopan's running things all down over there and on the other side, on the East Coast. Listen, Haitian people, yeah. I remember I met one Haitian guy in Southwest, Southwest with his crew, like 20 Haitian guys. I mean, he's like, yeah, I'm Haitian. It's like, like, I could see, I could see, like, just in his face, like, you know what I mean? I was like, yeah. okay. Man had his man had his flag waving everything like yeah yeah the yeah. Haitians are proud man and that I love it I love to see that, you know because they've been oppressed man they've been oppressed and they're there are the 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 shining light for the Caribbean yeah. in regards to liberation yes. yes so you know what I mean no matter how much you know what I mean don't get me wrong when it comes to to music and things like that we, we I mean Jamaica is, is running but when it comes to Revolution, yeah. yeah. But look, Guys. as you already know, Malik, Jamaica already played a part in it as well because Bookman was Jamaican. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? It was a, it was a, it was a conglomeration because it was there was a Jamaican. I'm sure there was a Bayesian brother as well, possibly, um, or sister. But it was, there was a few other people then from different islands that then came to yeah. to IET to you know to bring forth that 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 wonderful triumph that nobody yeah. else was able to do. And not yeah. what was it? It was, it was the French. Who was it? French and Spanish that they they, 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 they defeated. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. So yeah, so it's like, like you have to give them their their, their salute, son. Hundred percent, hundred percent. It's uh, it's it's interesting and 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 a wonderful time to be alive, sibling. In the Gregorian year of twenty twenty one, almost going to be twenty twenty two. I think because of the, I think the black um dysphoria is really coming together. One thing I love Instagram forums is. I follow a lot of people around the world who, and, uh, and I'm seeing them travel to different places mm-hmm. and go to different black communities. And that's just something that I do. Mm. And I like to see all the similarities. You know what I mean? Yes. Not the differences, but the commonalities. The yes. You know what I mean? There's certain people who like to look at the differences and really, really like, well, I won the, the differences to the point where I, mean, um, I remember Charlemagne, Daniel Kalula was on the Breakfast Club, sick interview, one probably his best interview. Charlemagne was asking some really good questions and he said, What do you think about um, people in the States who, um, who have got something to, negative to say about whatever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I noticed, I saw that on so many British blogs just that part and all the other beautiful parts in that interview was not, it wasn't important enough. Nobody talked about it. Clickbait, so, isn't it? People are focusing on the differences yeah. and not focusing on the things that put bring us together. And it all depends on your personality. So I'm a person, when I go to certain places, everywhere I've gone so far, thank God, touch wood, you know what I mean? I've been received well and carried good energy and linked up with the people on the same kind of wavelength. Don't get me wrong, there's, there's haters everywhere, there's this and that everywhere. Mm-hmm. But from your, you walk with a certain energy. When you go to different places, you would um, you would attract the people with the same energy. You see what you said about the energy? Light attracts light, sibling. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, the longer we are in this walk, we, we, we generally don't necessarily have um, bad days. We may have one or two challenges per day, but generally we have a good day because, you know, we, we, we're walking in, let's use the phrase, we're walking in truth and yeah. um, we're comfortable within ourselves. So that is like, that radiates a certain frequency and a certain energy. And when that energy is about, you know what I mean? You're either with it or you ain't with it. Simple thing. Yeah. No, that's a fact. Forward motion, man. Forward motion, growth and development. Each one teach 12. So so let's let's get into present into present tense, sibling. What what what's what's um what's on the horizon and what, what we got planned future wise? Well, um I gotta EP coming with Sonny Jim um, in the works. Um, I'm going to 
I'm gonna give more information about that as it as as we get closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what? Um, there's gonna be material dropped at the moment. Um, I'm working with a company called Connect Futures, and I'm basically um, working with a, a company, another company called Saint Giles Trust, who employ um, like ex-criminals, ex-prisoners, um, but people who were serious, basically. Okay. Who could have done, could have done 15 years, 20 years, you know what I mean? Could have gone in from they were 16 years old, you know what I mean? A person who could have, I don't know, you know when a teenager kills another teenager? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they do that they're 15 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If that person's got the right mentality, they would employ that person. And then uh, me and them will go into schools and we'll really break down some stuff to them. Ah. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm doing now. So that's, I'm all over the country. I'm in Wales. I'm in, um, I'm everywhere. London, Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Um, Huddersfield, anywhere where there's um, grooming going on, drug trafficking, yeah, yeah, um, anything like that, where people are using young people as basically disposable tools for any kind of grooming, whether it's on the internet, paedophilia, um, drug trafficking, or even extremism and things like that. Yeah, so, yeah. which needs so to be done. <clears throat> That's some real yeah, righteous work, siblings. And we get the floor, so we can we can say we can kind of depending on the, the age group, we can kind of break it down how we, we want to break it down. That's the main thing. Give it and to just, them real. Yeah, just letting them know that um like I'm I love hip hop. I love violent hip hop as well. I've got like don't get me wrong, I love my Country stuff, my mm-hmm. smooth stuff, my old school, new school, mm-hmm. club, this and that. But I've always got a lane and I've always got time for the like the Conway and the Machine type rappers. I've always had time for them from Big L days, from mm-hmm. before that. Yeah, from mm-hmm. NWA. Yeah. Yeah. I hear exactly. It's time and place and you've got the mentality to be able to absorb the information, take it in, take the sounds in and know that this is just, you know, a, a audio a audio book. You know what I mean? Yeah. This isn't something so, I'm going to take yeah. in and externalize. So, so we try. So we talk about the whole thing about um, reality and entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we break down. We break down those things. And me being a being a rapper, you know what I mean? And coming from a street rapper kind of background, mm-hmm. I can break down them things and let them know about the difference between entertainment and reality. Cause I think you can't tell you so I don't listen to this and that. You gotta just know, let them know what the real is. Exactly, and this is what I have a, a major problem with 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 uh, a lot of so-called rappers or entertainers because there's no accountability, man. There's no accountability yeah. with this with the filth that some of these people them are putting out. Uh, you, you, for for older minds who 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 whose uh, who frontal fort, uh, cortex has, has fully developed and the past the ages of 26 years of age then yeah man well, it's not even that as well i think it's options as well because 
there's a lot of kids in the suburbs. A lot of kids from good backgrounds are fully on this on that music, but it's not affecting them in the same way because they see that they don't see it as their reality. And it's yes, but the, that's the key. That's the key, though, sibling. Because as you said, there's there's no like. Where's the value of them actually going out and doing anything like that? Unless they're, they're, yeah. they're psychologically not all the way there, then as you yeah, say, yeah. it is raw entertainment. Yeah, because it's like, and because we're living in environments similar to what they're talking about, so mm -hmm. you can see those things and hear about those things, so it relates differently. It's not seen as a different world. Yeah. Where these youths are listening to it, it's like this is the world I'm in, mm. and they're not they're not seeing the um, they're not they're not seeing that entertainment and reality flip. Where the the youths from the suburbs or the youths from a certain kind of household are gonna see uh, are gonna see it differently. Yeah, yeah, a thousand percent. It's 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 perception. It's it's how you've been raised. And how you how strong you are as a person, because the, the lines can get blurred, you know, yes. coming off early 90s, listening to, you know, some of the gangster rap, you know, man, a man did want to throw a, a blue rag in his pocket and stuff. And Mob Deep probably like helped, like probably added to my criminal record. A lot of people. Just that that. <laughs> just a couple project verses alone you know what I mean so so yeah. um, and even so even him in his book he was like loads when he was in jail loads of people reading, reading letters saying similar stuff like the but like yo he inspired me to boss my gun like them mm. type of letters you know what I mean yeah. so we started to see that's why he like but there's a way to chat raw and street, yeah, yeah, and still talk, still have certain violent elements in your music and everything. But, and, but it's a bit different. It, yes, there is a there is this line, you know, because there is a line, especially when it comes to age. Like an older rapper, mm -hmm. sometimes an older rapper rapping to an older audience, like a Griselda. It's a bit different. It's seen as rap. And then there's the, there's like the road hip hop that's, that's like, yeah, this, they're really doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're really doing this still right now. And that, you know what I mean? That whole, that whole like, yo, I used to be like this, but. <laughs> Every time I'm in interviews, every time I'm talking, every time I'm doing stuff, oh, and still it's on my albums. I'm talking about my kids, talking about where I'm wanna be, I'm talking, mm. you know what I mean? But a lot of the older rappers have this self, it's more self-defensive rap, like they're in a city where or a state where they've legally got guns and they're yeah. like, yo, anybody watch in my yard, you get shot in your head. <laughs> and I'm cool with that on music. I'm like, you know what I mean? The self-defense type yeah. rap. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, because it's still part of entertainment. Like, yes. you still want to hear, I still want to hear gun bars. 
Mm-hmm. Of course, listen. Of course, look, man. Listen, we 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 come up on that thing, man. Of course, but it's being responsible with the gum bars in it. Or yeah. uh, it all a... depends. A lot of the time, it depends your, your age, the age of the artist, and how they like. A person could have all of that, all the violence in the music, but the certain lines here and there that kind of cancel it out. Yes. Yeah, those so are the clever instance, artists who are able to, to either does a lot of that. Sometimes he, he sometimes he does. You go like the yeah, I'm drug dealer, this that. Yeah, I was the drug dealer, man. Yeah, a lot of the times he does that, but there's still like, um, like when, it, like um, he had a line where he's talking about certain stuff, and then it's like, um, because I wouldn't eat until I got to school. I would eat see. until the speaking at school. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it made some of the other stuff he said, what he was talking about, what he was going through as a kid, what he was doing. Yeah. So when he said that, it's like you see the picture. Yeah. He's painting the picture. This is what I'm saying. Painting pictures, man. Painting the vivid pictures. The pain bars. You know what I mean? You got the pain bars along with the clapping because with the pain comes the clapping and then then sometimes there's some sunshine and there's some smiles. You know what I mean? We got to mix it all in there. That's why it's like, that's why hip-hop, hip-hop is slow enough for you to say those things with emotion Mm -hmm. where things like drill because of the speed and the speed people rap. Yeah. And it, and it's focused more on the violent element mm-hmm. than the remorse or any of that. It's, it's... So this is actually what I've done a few years ago because I used to do just some one-off work here and there at um, a youth prison, mm-hmm. yeah? In Nottingham. So this was a secure unit um, called Clayfields. And the people, youths, the, some of the youths wrapped in that. And so I'll go in there and I'll talk to them. So I'll be there for the day with like a youth. And I'll talk to him for the first half. And we'll just talk, 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 talk. And I'll, we'll just write little stuff down. And then the second half of the day, that talk that we had, that real talk we had, he has to do a rap now. And when he writes that rap, that rap sounded different to all of his other raps okay. because... Say if he's rapping about you pick up subjects, so say if he's say he's gonna rap about his court date, yeah, mm-hmm. and what happened in the state court. So I'm asking him how what was the expression on your mom's face like? Yeah, uh, who were from the family with there? Uh what what part made you feel ashamed? So all those parts that you're not gonna that you people don't like to talk about, mm-hmm. yeah, especially in British culture, just in general, yeah. the white and the black side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like the stiff upper lip thing is not good, yeah. So um, all the like the realness. So you get all of that out, and then when he writes, he has to put the regret in. He has to say, yeah, this. But my mom, my mom's face was like this. And when you hear it in the rap, it's like it's his realness, yeah, and yeah, yeah. it's his regret. And I'll be like, so what do you want to do in the future? This and that. Where do you want to go after this? So in near the end of the rap. That has to be, that's the end off like that. So mm. he can listen to it back himself. And you know what I mean? Because a lot it's therapeutic when therapeutic when when you write something, can you? 
spit it and you listen it yeah. back. But especially if you've got those things where what you want to be is in there and um, what you don't want to do again or where you want to go. That's why rappers like Drake did got so far with certain positive, like, you know what I mean? Just mm. certain positive stuff that he comes with, where it's just, uh, where it's, um, he's going somewhere, he's moving forward. This yeah, yeah, yeah. You got know what I mean? A lot, especially in the early days. Party music, man. What's happening? Yeah. What, what? I want to. I want to be successful. Like that's his, his chorus. You know what I mean? Mm. I just want to be. I just want to be successful. That, that it, it motivates people. So it's and, like and speaking things into existence, isn't it? Also, you know, the word, the the word, the power that words have. You know, what I mean, are tremendous. But before the words even come into existence, to start with them with the thought and the mind, in it. You know what I mean? So. That's as as you're doing. It's about changing the thought process. Mm. You know what I mean. So Keep that's it... why. So for me, if I started to go into prisons and work with youths and go to school, and sometimes I got five hundred kids in front of me for an hour and a half to talk. Mm. So it's like because I started to do that, it did make me ease back on the music a bit because I'm like, I'm perform. I'm still traveling. It just felt the same. I still wake, go hotels, wake up in the, you know what I mean? I'm yeah, still, yeah. It's still the same, I'm in different cities, but I just perform in the, de- in, in the, in the morning and day and not the night. Mm. But I've still got a message to say and I can say it how I, however I want. And it's not all serious. I have jokes in there. I've got everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not trying to bore people for, for, for that long. But, um, but that's so a key thing. That, Malik, the, the, the key thing is, as you say, it's it's to come across authentic and to deliver the message in, in a real way. Um, yeah. And to obviously to interject some humor in there because once you've left, that hour and a half, like, what, what did that actually mean to them? Unless you've actually hit, you know, it could have just been one sentence that you could have said, you know what I mean? It could have been that raw joke that you said that made, made them think and then take the whole of that, that hour and a half in. Even little things like, yo, put your hands up if you get butterflies in your stomach outside when you just don't. But, and it's like, as a teenager, you get that enough. Mm-hmm. And then some people really put their hands up. Some people know, like, like I wouldn't say butterflies, but there's a feeling that you can't explain. And then more people put their hands up and say, yo, as a teenager, sometimes if you feel this and you're in a certain place, a certain car with certain people or whatever, yo, <laughs> divert somehow, like yeah, make yeah. an excuse, to, you know what I mean? Mm. I'll come out, you know what I mean? Walk a different way, go, man, right, let's move from here, this spot. You know what I mean? Like nobody's going to tell them that stuff. And sometimes it's having the courage and in, in, within your convictions to say that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's why I think it's called brave. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? The building, building resilience. See what I'm saying? That's why it's called brave. Where they, we tell them the, um, a very important word in your teenage life is going to be saying, telling people no. Yes. Like it's going to take lots of courage for you to do that. And it does. And that's going to show who you are. Like, you know what I mean? 
<laughs> it's a vital part of any young man or young woman's life who's in between the ages of what 12 through to like 16 17 yeah. like and as you say so many opportunities so many things are put in front of your face and a lot of the times you raw have to say i'm not about that and trustfully yeah. you're, you're you're surrounding yourself with a circle who's not going to put you in a situation where you have to say no, they're going to be like, hey, nobody doesn't really get down with that kind of thing still. So when we're on that thing, we're going to leave him out of it. Yeah, so we talk to them like that. Because if you're mm. from certain areas, yeah, you could be, your family could be ganged up. So I'm like, we tell them like, I have the courage to be like, I'm not on that. And mm. so you could play football or basketball with certain men who's on, on the on yeah. job but <laughs> if they know after this book like we're not if we ever come to your house we're not bringing not to your house yeah <laughs> or for me play football like we're not bringing none of that around you like if like if you if you have to be in those situations and it's like that's what you're around at least be you know what i mean so it's about the nuances that kids kids just hear the big bold don't do this, don't do that. And they don't hear about the in-betweens. Mm. So, you know what I mean? It's about the in-betweens for us. So, um, that's, what I'm, that's what I do, like, um, that's what I do for, like, half the year, anyway. The righteous work? But it's a, yeah, it's, it's rewarding still. And I get to do it how I want to do it. I get to dress how I want to dress up there. I want to just do what I, I want to do. You know what I'm saying? And trustfully, and trustfully, make that change, innit? Make that change. Yeah. In, in, you know, uh, and it doesn't need to be an immediate change in regards to look, it's a, a total 180 to how there was, but it's it's about getting them on that, that level to actually examine themselves and think, oh shit, you know, do, do, do I need to keep on doing this stuff? Like, you know, do I have the options? What are my options? You know what I mean? When I leave this thing, am I just going to link up with the man name or am I going to go to Timpson and make them try and hire me up or, you know what I mean? Or am I going to do the entrepreneur thing? Am I going to make t-shirts? Am I going to become an electrician and work for myself? You know what I mean? Yeah. There's always options, man. Try to tell them like, yo, if you make the right moves, it's like, to the, to the ones who are like 16 and like, like, yo, in like eight years, you could be earning more than like anybody in your family. This is it. That's <laughs> easy, really. And it won't be that hard. Really, truly, really. For real? Especially if you, you know what I mean? You, you're not from a wealthy family. And if you are from a wealthy family, that means you can still do it because... It's even easier than... What's that? It's even easier than sibling because you've you've got a, a financial springboard to wherever you want to get to. Yeah, yeah. So this so, all, so but that's the key. The key thing is is not as you say the one word or the two words. Don't do that, dear. It's you've got you know what you could do. <laughs> Just slug it out yeah. for four or five years. Here's a a road map, yeah. And at the end of this road map is your own success to however you want to do it whether you want to own your own yard and do this and do that but look this is how you want if you want to get to where you want to get to this is how you do it
Well, <laughs> we can show you. <laughs> we got the keys. We got the directions. All we need is is willing. Yeah, yeah, no props, no props. All we need is a, a willing participant. You know what I mean? Um, a, a willing body, um, and a willing mind to be open to to the directions. Um that are being given and then once that instruction is given and you plant those seeds you know just water it a little bit and attend to it and that that tree that tree will grow and will bear fruit exactly, exactly. so yeah it, um it's about that but it's a it's a for me um that's what i do half the year all the times I'm putting together um, more docu documentary type stuff. I'm writing a book at the moment. So um, that's where I'm leading to in the future. Excellent. But it's about spreading UK, UK culture. Like there's gonna come a time when UK culture is very, very, um, it's gonna happen in my lifetime. So I wanna, really add to it in the way of letting people know how how we came about mm. and making people get a 3D picture of us politically, spiritually, socially, you know what I mean? Yeah. Culturally, not um not just one thing. And and by doing that, you, you can cut someone else out from trying to tell our story. Our story. Not his story, but our story. And it like, all right. If we like, if a documentary comes around uh, about the streets of Brazil, yeah, mm -hmm. and then like a week after, a group from Brazil, a rap group from Brazil, come out and it's just looking at on some Aggie shit. We gotta we gotta look at that, mm -hmm. and. The, that documentary authenticates everything that these guys are saying. Mm. So because we ain't got that over here, no, like, um, like there's document, there's documentaries that there's rap albums that I've listened to well, from people from different places. That there's documentaries that came out like um, recently that authenticate what this person's talking about them. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have to, we have to kind of, um, but they're just knowledge or interviews of people that, that that authenticate what that was going through. And also, what it's doing is, is take it, it's taking a snapshot of history, yeah, and, and immortalizing it because, as I say, like. Uh, 10, 15, 20 years down the line, you got someone else saying, oh, yeah, 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 I was with so-and-so and this is how it went down and blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, we have to document our stuff and put it in the right way so people know how how we um, got here and how we evolved. Most definitely. How Jamaican culture got so popular here. Um, how... When even when Africans came first came over, sometimes in the seventies and the eighties, how certain things were they weren't clicking with the Jamaican community at first, and how 
that's progressed and you know what I mean how that's gone full circle like none of, none of those things are out there it's it's a topic I think and if you're going to cover that in a documentary that needs to be a documentary in itself you know the relationship yeah. between Caribbean Afro-Caribbean yeah. people no, and... but that's, that's a whole massive subject but yeah, just man. in the way of um, just in a mini in a mini subtext yeah you could do it through artists and be like like if if I was talking about that that subject mm-hmm. when it got to um, and they showed people like Stormzy and all the artists in the UK from um, African backgrounds yeah it would just be like yo they've come full they're killing <laughs> You listen, sibling, not even just music in every form of entertainment. The Western, the Western. All the managers and everything. Everything. Even the managers. Like, you you want a manager in London, yeah. He's probably (laughs) going to be gone in. (laughs) Yeah, man. That's a good stereotype to have. It's it's the cycles though, sibling. It's the cycles because it's everything happens in cycles. Like at the moment, like the eighties seem to be the thing now. So or everything's all retro and eighties, nineties kind of style, flexy, musically, clothing, fashion wise, all that kind of thing. So like, I mean, we were the we were the main breadwinners of sorts. Is was the was the Afro Caribbeans like the culture, everything? You know what I mean? That everyone wanted to try and talk. Jamaican patware and all this kind of stuff. The the, the, the dance hall was running. Everything was running. It's now the Western continental Africans' time to, to shine and yes. do their thing. Clearly, you know what I mean. Yes, yes, fully deserved as well. It's those cycles and those times. Um, yes. We got to embrace fully it. Deserved as well. mm, mm. There's gonna come a time when you when there's a UK artist or a UK group or a group of UK artists that come up that they're gonna be the top artists in the world, like at the moment, like the hottest artists, even if they're not the most biggest selling in the world. Mm-hmm. One of them's gonna be kind of the biggest selling, one of the biggest selling, and then there's gonna be about from one bosses like that. There's gonna be about five, six that. I'm gonna be doing good Breakfast Club or whatever's going on at the time. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna yeah. be on all, they're gonna do all those rounds. That's what we need, man. That's what we need. Yeah, that's gonna happen, you know what I mean? At some point. Actually, internationally, I have to say, um <laughs> yeah, the um and and the like the whiz kids of I, I would say they've kind of took hold, they're, they're probably bigger than, would you say they're bigger than the Stormzy Skeptors, the Burning Boys and WizKids? Uh, listen, sibling, when it comes to this new stuff, I, I couldn't tell you, man. I, I've heard the names well, and stuff. You know something, that is a conversation, though, because that just shows that how big them how big them men are worldwide. Yeah, I, 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 I fully get exactly what you're saying. Them mans are big and I, as I say I, I'm not really into it I don't know I'm old school like Shelto Adidas I hear yeah, the names yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, heard... know the main, I only know the main people like the Whiskey's Burner Boys and them kind of people mm. but I see I see the work and I see I see how artists from the continent have really like 
I really like pushed it forward. Yes. Uh, I like South African house. Like their house is sick. Like, yeah. There's flavors, man. There's flavors out here. So I'm just glad that everybody can enjoy our different flavors. And we just have to look at the similarities and put, you know what I mean? If we're going to speak about the differences, we have to speak about them sensibly. Yes, and, 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 and for a proper purpose as well. I mean, what, 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 what is the point of highlighting the differences? Like, what, what's that achieving? You know what I mean? Is that moving us forward? Unless it's spoke about in a certain way, like, oh, this is why, you know what I mean? Like, mm. in an explanation way. Exactly, yes. 100%, 100%. So, sibling, as, as, as we wind this bill down, <laughs> it's been an excellent, tremendous universal build. I've got um, I've got two questions for you. Go ahead. First one. Have you had fun today? I did actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, traveled back from. I was in. I woke up in um, Cardiff. Traveled back down. Um, yeah. You thanks. Yeah, a thanks. good day, man. Every time and every time. So, tell us who you are, sibling, but don't tell us. Your name. Alright. I'm an artist that was born in Birmingham, UK. Um, I'm black from an Afro-Caribbean background. Um, grown up in the 80s. And I took in everything that I saw from the TV to to what I listened to, to everything and absorbed it. When I became a teenager, I put a lot of those thoughts and feelings into music. And that was, my chosen music was rap music. And through that, it took me all around the world and made me meet um, all different types of people. And it's kept me young and giving me a good life give thanks give thanks for the experience for the time loving it loving it uh as i say thoroughly enjoyed the build sibling throughout your social media um you're on twitter as well all your socials and all that and i'll make sure i'll put the links down below in the description my my social media is malik md7 that's m-a-l-i-k-m-d-7 and it's that's for all my social media except Facebook, and that's Malik Harrison. And that's yeah. And if you're looking for anything I spoke about professionally, and um, you can go to Malik Harrison on LinkedIn, and you can see what see what we do there on the professional level. Give thanks as well. Make sure music, check the other socials. Definite, definite. Um, as I say, I'll make sure I have the links below in the description. Um, make sure you go over and follow if, you, if you're not already doing so. Um, on a professional level, yeah, no. Get this brother out. He's traveling worldwide and stuff. So, you know, let's get some of this, um, this Birmingham culture out, uh, UK culture out. And uh, let's see what it do. Let's see what it do. Respect, my brother. 
every time. And make sure you like, comment, subscribe, share, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a brethren, tell a sister to jump on the train. Peace. Peace. Thanks for taking the time to tune into CFR Network. If you enjoyed the content, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. And if you ain't already, most definitely share. If you'd like to go that step further and to support the broadcast, go over to sbmentality.com and go get yourself some merch. And also go check out my sponsor over at Instagram, Supreme of the UK. Thank you for your continued support.
ain't always what it seems Controlled by the images we see on our screens Need more than two eyes to see what it means Inception A dream within a dream We need more than two eyes to see what it means Inception